Today, we are going to be talking about biblical success. Is that even a thing? What is biblical success? How does the Bible define the word and the concept and the principle of success? Did a little deep dive, did a little dig in, and I'm really excited to walk you guys through six biblical success principles that I think are really going to bless you and probably totally change your perspective on how you define the word and the things that you deem to bring success into your own life and business. I cannot wait. Before we dig into today's episode, I do want to let you know I've got a big surprise coming for you guys next Wednesday. We are going to be having one of the largest sales that I have ever had. I quite frankly think it is the largest sale that I have ever had as a company on my courses, and you get to have a sneak peek if you are on my email list a day before everyone else. So what I want you to do is go to stephaniegass.com, click on free, join the email list. Bottom of my website, you can opt in to become an insider. Get on the list because on Wednesday, you're going to get first dibs on the sale. You're going to get the coupon code 24 hours before everyone else, and you're going to save more than you've ever been able to before. So if you're interested in CYC or Podcast Pro University, get on the list. It's all going down next week. Do you want to get clear on your calling so you can start an online business? Do you find yourself looking up how to work from home, how to start a business, or ways to get more clients? (laughs) Hey friend, welcome to the Stephanie Gass Show. You know God has a plan for you, yet you can't seem to get clarity on what it is. So you stay stuck, do nothing, or start random side hustles to make quick money. Wait for it. Clarity is calling. Hey, I'm Steph, daughter of the king, wife, boy mom, and PJ all day enthusiast. After building success the world's way, I was still lost. I finally surrendered and God showed me how to build a business his way. Spoiler, your dreams pale in comparison to God's dreams for you. Imagine getting clear on your God-led calling, learning the steps to starting a sustainable online business, launching a podcast, and monetizing using coaching or courses so that you can make impact and income. And maybe you're doing it all braless and flawless. <laughs> this is the podcast for you. Pop that LaCroix, fill up your iced coffee, or grab your kombucha. Actually, you're probably going to need all three. It's time to grow, girl. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. All right, loves. This all started because I kind of shifted my tagline a little bit. I don't know if you noticed, but it went from get clear in your calling so you can start an online business to start a podcast and a successful business God's way. And the reason that I shifted this is because I truly believe that there is success for each of us, but it's biblical success. It's not the Webster definition of success, which says degree or measure of succeeding a favorable or desired outcome, the attainment of wealth, favor, or eminence. I don't really think so. I think that sometimes we get to this end result of truly getting breakthrough, biblical knowledge and wisdom and all the things I'm going to talk to you guys about today. And through that, God likes to and loves to bless us and provide for us and even give gifts. In the Bible, it talks about this. But That's not what success actually means. Success actually has six biblical principles tied to it. 
of how you can live a successful life as defined by the actual Bible, by scripture. And I went all the way back to the King James Version because that's one of the most the original translations. And success is actually mentioned in Joshua 1.8. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate it. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Um, okay, so the actual word successful is in one of, of the most earliest versions that we have of scripture. Here's another one that specifically mentions abundant life, Matthew 6.33. Jesus told his followers that the key to abundant life was in seeking God not possessions. How interesting. Abundance. Abundance. We all know this word. We know this word has definitely been misused in recent times. But the the key to abundance is seeking God. Interesting. Okay. So dug into what success actually meant in the original Greek. And what it meant was victory, prosperity, and well-being. All right. So as we kind of look at this and we look back at that original verse, Joshua 1.8, keep this book of the law always on your lips, meditate it day and night. So that means think about it, live by it, speak by it so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Be obedient to it. Um, walk it out. Let it be the guiding light to your life. Then you will be prosperous and, let's plug in the original Greek, victorious, prosperous, and live well. Okay. That I can dig, right? So we're starting to get a little more clarity on what success actually means. So the next step is to really go and look into scripture. And this is what you guys can actually do as you are taking a deeper dive in theology and you're learning a little bit more about God's word. It's one thing to read a, a verse, but it's another thing to dig in. Why? What does this word actually mean? And where does this verse come from? And what are the books of the Bible surrounding this verse? And go and do some research to really figure out the meaning, because there is there is meaning on meaning on meaning on meaning in every single word of the Bible. You know, it is just absolutely um, an unlimited fountain of knowledge that we get to drink from, that God provided to us. Truly, if we look at this verse, so that we can speak of it, meditate on it, think about it, live by it, and be careful to do everything written in it. If we do all of those things, what do we get? Prosperous we will be prosperous and successful. And if we actually look at the success, meaning in Greek, victorious, prosperous, and live a life of well-being. Incredible. So let's dig in a bit more into scripture and talk about kind of this roadmap to biblical success. So in order to get to this end result that Joshua 1.8 very clearly depicts, and I was reading from the NIV version, that specific verse I was reading to you. You guys are welcome to go look in all the different translations just to get a little bit more variety on that verse, Joshua 1.8. But if you if you want to get to this end result, you don't just wake up and get there. That That's the thing for me. It's like, God, I want to live a, a biblically successful life. What does it mean to get clear on this call that you've placed over my life, the books that you've written about me in heaven, the dream that you have for me as I'm here, where I can use my gifts to serve people and help people and lead them and guide them in the way that you've equipped me. How do I do that, Lord? How do I live this out? It doesn't, you don't just wake up and become this godly person that just decides to meditate on the word of God every single day, speak verses, live and abide by it, and then all of a sudden your life is 
full of biblical success. You know, I think that there's a roadmap that God takes us through and we can actually look to scripture to walk this roadmap out and to even know where we are in this process. Because maybe your life is feeling really hard right now. Maybe your life is, and not to say that it ever really goes away because that's part of, as you're going to see, God's roadmap to biblical success. But um, I think that having some awareness around these six biblical success principles is going to help you have a different perspective, maybe a top-down view of what God is trying to foster in your life and maybe give you a little bit of perspective on the process. Because a lot of it starts with understanding that true success is already given to you by God's grace, right? God, God's grace is a gift and it's free and it's here and it's now over your life. Having biblical success has nothing to do with wealth, nothing to do with achievement, striving, um, showing up and, and doing works and, and hustling. Like that literally is not anywhere in these six biblical success principles. So we have to really reframe our thinking here, which is why it's important that we are meditating on God's word day and night because we have to let God define our definitions of words. We have to let scripture lead us in where we're going and the outcomes, especially as entrepreneurs and powerful, incredible women of God who are moving. You guys are on the move to create impact and income for God's kingdom. It's for his kingdom. So we have to let scripture define how we get there, why we are doing what we're doing. And then we can feel empowered we can feel empowered to show up. You know, there's so much, I have so much confidence around the word success because I know that I am doing it in a biblical way. So let's go ahead and go through this. You're going to want to grab some notes because I think you're going to love this. The first biblical success principle, the first step really is receiving the free gift of eternal life. So John 3.16 for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Oh my goodness, that is so incredible. So we are able to just receive this free gift of eternal life. I think that's the very, salvation equals success. That is the very first step. It's it's choosing to live for something bigger than our physical world, right? It's, it's choosing to live for something that we can't really quite understand. It's choosing to live by faith and it's choosing to believe that Jesus Christ died for our sins and he is our savior and we are going to receive this gift from God. That is the very beginning to biblical success. If we don't have the gift of salvation, we are fighting a losing battle and we know that we cannot get through, we cannot get to the other side without number one, which is this free gift. And, and all we have to do in order to receive that free gift is repent, acknowledge the things that we have struggled with, the things we have sinned against. And all of us have. Sin is not a bad word. It is something we have all gone through. And that's mentioned in a few places, Acts 2.38, Acts 3.18-19, through and Matthew 4.17. Then we have to confess with our mouth and believe with our heart that Jesus died, rose, and he will return again, Romans 10, 9, and 1 John 1, 19. 
We then have to believe that God has forgiven us. We have to believe that he has these promises over our lives and that Holy Spirit is living within us, leading us. Mark 6, 16, John 7, 38, and Acts 16, 31. And then we have to pursue, actively pursue after God by praying regular, regularly, that regularly, wow, reading his word and serving his people, right? Love God and then love your neighbor, the two greatest commandments in scripture. Um, and when we do those things, we are saved. It's truly that easy, my friends. And I'm just so, so here to pray with any of you that need some more help on that. You are welcome to reach out to me. Um, connect with me in the Facebook group, shoot me a DM in, in Facebook Messenger, and I'm happy to pray with you. Okay, so the second biblical success principle is to then, after you've received your gift of eternal life and salvation, you have to then trust God. You have to trust him so that you can receive your new nature. This is gets a little trippy, guys. This is so crazy. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, as we obey him, obey and trust, He transforms us, giving us a completely new nature. What does this mean? It means that Holy Spirit, the Trinity, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are actually going to do the work within you, within your heart, to create inside of you a new version. Any of you that have been through this step, I think you can attest that this is so true. If you look at me 10 years ago and you look at me today, I literally quite literally am a different person. I have the same body. I have the same shell, the same physical body, but my heart is completely different than what it used to look like. It used to be hard. It used to be sinful. And now when when I look at my heart, God really has, he's transformed it. He has created in me a clean heart and I have a different outlook. I have a different mindset. I am I care. I have empathy and sympathy that I didn't have. I have a higher moral compass. I have discernment and wisdom and knowledge. And I have all these pieces of of me that I didn't have before God gave me my new nature. So that's the second biblical principle that helps us be more successful in Christ is that we have to be like Christ. If we think about the most successful person that ever lived, I would definitely say that would be Jesus. Sin-free serving, loving others, and receiving the highest honor by being seated at the right hand of his father in heaven. Uh, okay. Like I'm just shooting for that. (laughs) Like an inch of that would be great, you know? So that second one is to trust God and receive your new nature. Okay. The third biblical principle then is to, once we've received our new nature, we then shift our perspective and thus our experience here on earth is completely different. So the Bible calls hard moments, trials. Um, you know, when we go through pain, the Bible says that these trials are used to strengthen us, to give us perseverance. John 16, 33, James 1, 2. So what this is saying is we can choose to live from a sinful place and we can have jealousy and hate and anger and, you know, sin and do all the strife and striving and all these other pieces of our old nature. And then we can hate it. We can hate this life. We can be mad, resentful, grumpy, um, projecting, like we're full of this almost like spitefulness or anger. There's so much discontentment in our old nature. Okay. 
But when we receive our new nature, we are actually shifted. Our perspective is shifted and we gain freedom from the curses of Satan and of this world. And all those curses are sin. Sin just holds on to us. It grabs us. It holds us captive in our own bodies and minds. So many of us in our minds, right? In our hearts. And so that third thing is to really have a different outlook. Um, The fourth thing that happens, so the fourth biblical principle then when we are going after godly success is to receive God's wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. So what's so amazing is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, we have at our disposal unhindered amounts of wisdom and the peace that passes understanding. Also, you can look at James 1, 5 and Philippians 4, 7. So we can receive from God unlimited amounts of wisdom and understanding. How amazing to be able to look at a situation And see it through immediately a godly lens. Lord, help me. Help me, Lord, to see this in a biblical way. Holy Spirit forward. Help Holy Spirit to speak for me. Lord, help me not to react in a worldly way. Lord, help me to understand what's really happening. What's the bigger picture here? You know, when pain comes your way, you immediately are, maybe not immediately, but over time and with practice and with this gained wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, you're able to really discern through it. You're able to understand and and have a bigger trust in God's purpose and his ways, even though it may not be fully clear to you. And then peace, just walking in God's peace. How much more success is there than that? Showing up every day and going, God's got this. God's got me. He's got my business. He's got my family. He's got my kids. He's got my marriage. You know, one of the coolest things someone ever said to me as I was spiraling out of control over my children when all the crazy stuff was going down in the past few years is, Stephanie, God loves your boys more than you do. And when I think of that, I'm like, oh my goodness, how incredible. God used that person to speak to me. But that person had gained wisdom, knowledge, and understanding from God's word and from living a biblical life right? They followed these steps. They received the gift of eternal life. They trusted God, received their new nature. They shifted their perspective and began to believe that there is per- that there was perseverance in their trials. Then they gained wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and they began to pass it along to others, me. And so I received it, which brings us to number five. The fifth bib- biblical principle is we receive biblical success through service. There is joy in giving serving, and loving other people. The greatest joy after we've gone through some of these other steps becomes giving and helping and whatever that looks like, whether it's your time financially, being um, a wise mentor for somebody, being a friend to someone in need. This looks so different for everyone, but there's joy in it. And That's true success, right? Because you can have all the money, you can have all the whatever it is for you, ranks or fancy cars or the big house you're dreaming of, or it could even be something like when I get married or when I finally have that adoption come through or what is the things that we think brings us joy and will make us a success story, whether that's a success story in our family life, in our parenting, in our finances, what does all that mean? If we don't have 
God's definition of success, which is love God with all your heart and love others. And then, and then if we look to James 1.8, Joshua, sorry, Joshua 1.8, looking to God's book, keeping it on our lips, meditating it, and then carefully following everything written inside of it, then you will be prosperous and successful, victorious, and live a, a life of well-being. So it's really coming back to as we begin to change inside, and you guys, I have no idea how long this takes. I don't know if we're ever done. I think that the journey is lifelong. I know it is. I recently discovered that marriage is to make you holy, not happy. I recently discovered that parenting is a tool to help you become more like Christ. I recently discovered, right, like that my business is a refining tool to help me surrender and let go of, of the idols in my own life. Like every piece of your life is a tool that God is using to create in you a pure heart, to create in you biblical success. It's an outcome. And that outcome happens on the day that we get to heaven. So we have to just begin to love the journey. And as we grow... The things that bring us joy begin to shift because we begin to live a little bit more like Jesus every single day, right? Every single trial becomes a lesson. Every single failure becomes something that's refining us. And then through the process of doing all of that, we get to the sixth biblical principle, which is God's blessing and favor is freely given. So what's super interesting about this is here we are doing all this work. We're over here following all of these <laughs> steps and principles, and they really build one upon the other, upon the other, upon the other. But while transform transforming our heart and ourselves to become more Christ-like, I think is God's, one of his ultimate goals for us. At the same time, God is abundantly providing because he knows how hard it is. He knows how hard it is. So God does provide physical gifts and safety and protection to his children. And he loves to give to us. Matthew 6, 25 through 33. Now, while we can receive his blessing and his favor and the food and the, and the shelter and the protection that God promises us, it's just important that we keep it in perspective, right? And we focus on the giver rather than the gifts. And we're just checking our hearts and ourselves as we go through this process. And I think at least for me, the more mature I become in this walk and the more time I spend in God's word, if we just go back to the original verse here, the more I see myself always looking at God first, always asking the questions, God, does he, do you want this for my life? Um, Lord, help me react in this, in this fight or react in this situation that feels uncomfortable and the more my life is feeling easy, the more my life is feeling peaceful, because I think a lot of the discontentment in my own life and the turbulence and the things that caused a lot of pain and um, problems, they came from me. They came from my own sinful nature being my go-to instead of, Holy Spirit, I'm going to need you to take over right now, like trusting in, in him or going to scripture and saying, God... God, what do you say in your word about parenting? Lord, what do you say in this book about marriage? What do you say in this book about the word success, right? We have to go back to our number one and only handbook that we have 
as Christian entrepreneurs, Christian parents, Christian spouses, and find the answer. Okay, and above all, I want you guys to remember, the Bible says, where your treasure is, there also is your heart. Matthew 6, 21. So when we look at biblical success, the question is, where is your treasure? Do you find your treasure in things of the world? That is your definition of success. But when we look to the biblical definition, we want to know where our treasure is. Our treasure can be found in these six biblical principles. Are you ready? One, in eternal life, the gift of salvation, in trusting God and receiving our new nature, in shifting our perspective and being excited about the trials and the refining process, gaining wisdom, knowledge, and understanding through God's word and prayer and the gifts and the things that God gives us to help us grow, the peace that he has for us, the joy that we find in giving, serving, and loving others and ourselves, and then receiving God's blessing and favor. That's it. That's biblical success. I'm so here for it. Father, I just pray over every ear and heart that is sitting with me right now that you would rewrite the definition of success in their heart, Father. That you would plant seeds of knowledge, wisdom, discernment, love, guidance, the fruit of the Spirit planted in their hearts. That Holy Spirit would begin to take a front seat in their life. That they would be open to your plan, your leading, and ultimately your peace. That they would trust you, Lord. Trust that you have everything figured out, every answer, every door that they've been praying would open, Lord, that you are in control. All they have to do is live free, easy, and light, loving others, showing up, spending time with you, reading your word, and living by your guidance. That all of that, Lord, is going to equal a life full of success, prosperity, peace, wisdom, and beauty because your gifts are infinite, Lord, and we receive them. We are so excited to receive the beautiful things that you have in store for our lives when we surrender to living your way. I just pray, Father, that you would take our hand, guide us in the way that we should go, and just remove any lies that have been spoken over us, any thoughts that we have keeping us captive, any beliefs that have been planted by the enemy or by the world, that those would be washed away by the mighty blood of Jesus, Lord, and that you would plant a new belief and a new definition and that you would be our one and only mentor to lead us forward into biblical success. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys so much. I'll see you back next week. Did you have fun or learn something? Leave mama a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way and that it's helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that has been praying for a breakthrough? I also would love it if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know you're actually liking the show. Plus, it lights me up to hear from you. Lastly, come on over to our free community, stephgascommunity.com and head to stephaniegass.com to grab your free gifts. I have free workshops over there and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. 
May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 15, 13. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.